I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. Your last name is Rickard? And we are the hosts of Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gaziza. I'm Alan Rickards. And this is Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast. Jen is on the ether, but she's not here with us today. Or isn't she, Jed? Or... No, she's not here. No. Oh. Um, episode today, season five, episode seven, The Lamb, mm. premiered on November 11th, 1998. Where were you when you first watched <laughs> When I first watched The Lamb? Uh, we all know where we were November when we watched 11th, The Lamb. November 11th, 19... I actually think I watched this one brand new, to be honest. Yeah, I probably did myself. <laughs> uh, it was in my parents' basement, mm-hmm. which at the time was technically my place, too. Ooh, yeah, sure. Oh, I thought you were saying like you lived in the basement, like that was your. Well, I was. No, place. I was in high school, so I hope I wasn't. You well, it know. could have been like in a sitcom where, like, nah, this is my joint. I got it's Alan's basement. <laughs> I don't know. That is exactly exactly what happened. And you, you said had to know the password to get in. Oh, really? What was the password? Well, I can't let you in. I guess. You still live there in Minnesota? <laughs> no, but surprisingly enough, you still need the password to get oh, down. Oh, that's there. fucking weird. That's very strange. <laughs> Nowadays, with what with these complicated passwords, it's got to be really. I'm gonna go kill myself. <laughs> it's news radio backwards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, so oh, it's uh, we're continuing on our 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 arc of the DB Cooper story. DB Cooper with Johnny Johnson. Mm-hmm. Oh. Who was that? Me? Nope. That's Jen. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Jen, hey. you are on the ether and on the podcast. What's up? I am so sorry. How dare you? What do you have to say to the people at home about the episode The Lamb? Told you she was here. Hello. That's all you got. I'm not here to talk about The Lamb, and I'm sorry. <laughs> well, well, drive, drive Jen, safe. are you Doobie Keebler? Oh, yes. Are you Doobie Keebler? You, you decide. Okay, cool. Well, drive, drive safe. That wasn't a denial. Okay. And we will hear you on the ether later. Well, that was a fun little visit. Um, what's happening? Yes, it's the DB Doobie Keebler. Uh, DB. Uh, what I, what's really weird the, is, and this maybe was not on purpose, but this FBI guy who pops in at the beginning of this episode kind of looks a little like DB Cooper. These weird flat features. If you, if you put sunglasses on him, mm. I'm sure it wasn't intentional. But um, this guy's also one of those character actors with like this fantastic voice. I forgot to look his name up, but he's I can't just. Even. Wait, he might be the guy. Mm, I don't want to assume. I feel like he's a guy who's in a bunch of commercials later on. Probably. Yeah, um, <clears throat> that happens with people who act and make money as actors. He'll be on the podcast next week. I mean, we, uh, don't rule it out. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but well, uh, yeah, right now we we don't know where uh, we, we, Dave we, does not know. Right, and Mr. James is mm-hmm. in hiding. Exactly right. Of course, um, Matthew thinks he's hiding in prison. Yeah. Yep. Because that's where criminals like to hang out. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have to think like him. Where do criminals like to hang out? Prison. Prison. So dumb. Um, oh, yes. And there's the large drink green duffel bag, which mm-hmm. is a real part of the uh, the the lore of D.B. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Is We don't know where it is. 
which I love this physical gag of Johnny plopping it on the conference table when the FBI agents have their heads turned and then Dave just swiping it off the table. That's delightful. I I really do like Johnny Johnson a lot. He's one of my favorite side characters to ever come on the show. He's evil, though. I don't know if you're aware of this. Pure evil. Pure evil. Um, So there's a lot of... Okay, I'll, I'll give them this. Uh, there's a lot of intentional Johnny Flowery talk in this episode, especially when it comes to Lisa. But did you notice weird audience reactions to some of these things? I don't think... Uh, explain. Uh, there's... Okay, well, a line comes up very soon here in this first uh, scene. He says, Dave, please, when a songbird weeps, the whole wor- world cries with it. And then the audience kind of awes? Like, what? Like that's poetry. Yeah, like that's poetry, and he's the bad guy. Did, now, that said... He's a charming bad guy. He is a charming bad guy. That said, maybe people don't quite... Because you show up not... you Maybe you've never heard of News Radio, never seen it. You're just showing up. You brought your parents in from out of town. You're all there to get free pizza and a popsicle and watch a fucking show, you know. I don't know. I would kind of love it if it turned out that this is one episode that didn't have a live studio audience and this is what they decided to add. <laughs> and they just added an awe, <laughs> a little bit of spice. Now, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. Extra props. Spider, if you did that, then great. Good job. That's remarkable. I can't help but notice uh, Max's relationship to Johnny Johnson was much like Matthew's to uh, Bill McNeil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. The obsession and the, yeah. the man crush. Yeah. Uh, and it's very, very obsessional. Very, kind of more of a bootlick than Matthew, even, I mm-hmm. feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, like. He's standing exactly like Johnny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Max, shouldn't you be working on your editorial? I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the uh, Dave, when are you going to stop sending a sharp tongue to do a hug's work? <laughs> Come on, like that's a, I like that line. Yeah, so me too. Stupid. No, well, these are those where it's again, if if you know the the, the voice, they're just like the Hartman lines, where it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's only one way to, way to read these now. Mm-hmm. They're in in stone. Uh, and. Beth jumps in his arms. Uh-huh. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I didn't write that down, but I'd forgotten that was... Like, that was a big leap. Mm-hmm. There's a three-way hug that mm-hmm. happens there. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Max makes that uncomfortable, if I'm not mistaken. He just jumps into the hug, of course. sort of. Still trying to flesh out what to do with Max, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, and they continue trying to figure that yeah. out <laughs> to the end of the season. Yeah, then we have the opening. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, got some cabs. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know which opening it is anymore. It's probably the fancy, it's, fun it's opening. It's a quick one. It's, it's a quick, quick one? Okay. It's the quick, da, 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 da. classic one, but much faster. Yeah, okay. Much faster. So, I think it just literally says news radio. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, hmm. Joe does also think he knows where Mr. James is hiding. Which is traveling coast to coast <laughs> uh-huh. in a van called the Electric Cruise Love Wagon. Uh-huh. And does he say why? Yo, his reliable sources. He has reliable sources who are his contacts in the FBI. I assume you mean female body inspectors. So stupid. That's pretty. <laughs> the female body inspectors are a little too busy to be looking for some guy. Uh, oh, I they, love them. They Lisa, repeat, though. Yeah, yeah. They repeat the line from what an episode ago, two episodes ago. Yeah. Have you ever been bitch slapped? <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect I, beat from him though. When yeah, yeah. I have. This was just. I think on the, the, the height of when you would see on coffee mugs and T-shirts, mm-hmm. female body inspectors. Oh, very much mistaken. so, yeah. This we're is, we're this very... This is the time. Mm-hmm. This is the height. For sure. But back when classy dudes wore shirts like that. <laughs> that and your Big Johnson shirts or uh, what were the other ones? They were Big Johnson. The only one 
Uh-huh. That I, I didn't get, and I think I only saw it once, was there was some tiny print over, over uh, like kind of where you would have your pocket on a shirt. Uh-huh. And you squinted, and it just says, noisy little fucker, aren't you? That I thought was clever. I've never seen this in my that life. Was clever. This is it was in the same thing? store that with the female body inspectors and. Holy shit! <laughs> Did you go there every week when you got your allowance? Uh, no, it was like fifty miles away. That oh, wasn't, okay. It wasn't gonna happen. It's like a Spencer's Gifts type of situation. Or whatever yeah, I think it. It was whatever was around Spencer Gifts mm-hmm. hot topic. Mm-hmm. It would be across from there at another t-shirt shop that was doing its own thing. Sure. Weirdly, it was in a Yankee candle. It was the one Problem. shirt thing. Yes. <laughs> it smelled terrible when you brought it home. <laughs> and also burned very well. Um, it's all that wax. What are you going to do? Mm, uh, I... Max is literally offering to shine Johnny's shoes. You just shined him. That was before you walked over here. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, he's carrying the duffel bag everywhere with him. Oh, Johnny yeah. is to make sure it's you know always at his side. Um, he even took it to dinner with Lisa. <laughs> well, Lisa explains that it wasn't really dinner. It was more like a late supper after uh-huh. a carriage ride in Central Park. <laughs> like, Dave is the most insecure man as it is. And now just combine the evil, good-looking Johnny Johnson. Well, yeah, it's got to be uh, a big punch in the gut just to know that <laughs> didn't work out with you with Lisa, but mm-hmm. somebody who's pure evil. Yeah. Hey, well, they're having a good time. If Dave had had leaned into it, into his mm-hmm. pure evil state, if Dave had been a, a bit of a bad boy, you know, she's got a bad girl streak in her. Yeah, you know it's, what I'm saying. Instead of just a toxic boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. That's uh, that's another uh, issue entirely. <laughs> um, so yeah, is Johnny Johnson though? He might be evil, but was he toxic? We haven't seen that yet. Um, too soon to tell. Uh, maybe too it's to too tell. soon to tell. I will say so far, uh, he's honest with her about his evilness. Yep. Uh, he doesn't manipulate beyond, uh, you know, the typical flirty manipulation people tend to do when they're trying to convince someone to be with them. Um, you know, that's a very good point. We need some thorough analysis of, of whether or not Johnny's toxic, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um, soon folks mm-hmm. right he, after this <laughs> he gives Lisa a massage and she can't let go of it I must tell you my lips are getting very jealous of my fingers <laughs> why don't you tell him to come on over Ooh, hey she does this whole bit <laughs> it's like she realized what just happened <laughs> that got the crick <laughs> uh, I highlighted this line and I don't know what it means What's oh, a, that's right. Yes. No, I do. No, this is the line that I meant to highlight, which is, ah, you did him, didn't you? <laughs> you did him. The way Dave talks about sex and relationships is so just immature. I just... And Lisa explains they got a little intimate, mm-hmm. and that's allowed. Sure. <laughs> Dave, that's allowed. I'm sorry I'm not up to date on my etiquette for dating evil guys. <laughs> yeah, I think she's treating it like she's a spy or an investigative journalist. Right. Even though, let's be honest, that's, that's not why yeah. she's doing it. Nope. I mean, she does want to save Jimmy. We know that. She of wants course. to help Jimmy out. Of course. But she can get a little something-something in the meantime with, with a guy who looks as good as Patrick Warburton did in 1998 <laughs> and still looks. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is with Patrick Warburton? If you've seen uh, the new Lemony Snicket show, he's like barely, he's he's aged into his look even more and it's like, whatever. I've seen him at my gym before. Have you? Once. You share a gym. Did I not? I only saw him there once, though. Did okay. I tell you that story? You know why he came in? He's like, 
all right, I got my workout for the year. I'm done. <laughs> That's all he needs to do. He just works out once, and he's cut for the rest of the year. No, I literally, uh, I was on the bench, and mm-hmm. I look, and I see this guy like next, like right next to me, he's like lifting the dumbbells, and I, I look up, and I'm like, God, he looks like Patrick Warburton. And I looked again, I'm like, oh my God, he's that's Patrick Warburton. <laughs> but he was quiet, but he was yeah. making that Patrick Warburton face, and I, 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 I okay. wanted to say hi or whatever, yeah. but. Literally, I just started laughing inside my head because the face he was making lifting uh-huh. it because it was heavy weights. All I could think of was inside he was going, "Ah, Jesus, this is heavy. Oh God. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a that's a stuff. Like that's was he as cut as I imagine he is? Just, He's pretty cut. God, that's so. I weird. wouldn't. No one fight him. That's, no, no, I thought I was going to anyway. Sure, but I mean, sure. <laughs> we'll never know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Until he does the podcast, and uh, you'll bond over your love of uh, Pearl Jam. But then, oh, and the gym. He's yeah, and then he's going to challenge you to an arm wrestle, and your arm oh, he will kick my will ass. Come off. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm assuming. Oh, and then again, very dirty sitcom line coming up, uh, where he's just asking her how far she went. Totally inappropriate, mm-hmm. by the mm-hmm. way. None of none of your business. They're not dating and haven't been for of a course. while. And then a stand up triple, which is so fucking filthy. It's a very, very filthy lie. It's one of those like random season one or two lines where weirdly they're trying to get sexy and figuring out what kind of a show they were. Yep. Yep. Somebody decided, yeah, we're still that show today, I guess. Well, Lisa apparently thought what was on first base was on his second base. Oh, yes. So right. Yeah. I she... don't want to know what a stand up triple is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No. And her and Beth are both very confused, I think, about what's going on. I also really love, and I need to find out who this was, who actually we should ask. If any of the writers are listening, if you know who played Dave's mom's arm, because uh, we've still not seen Dave's mom, because they thought about stunt casting it forever. We but, do see the arm. Yeah, the arm comes in, and I'm like, who the fuck was that? Could it could have been a Susan Leslie? It could have been one of their extras. Could have been a stand-in. Could have been a writer. Maybe it was Julie Bean. Somebody, tell me whose wah, wah, arm wah, that was. Wah, wah, wah. It could have been one of the parents from Peanuts. We don't know. <laughs> or teachers. Um, <laughs> okay, so I really love that Jimmy is at Dave's house mm-hmm. sitting on in his high school bed. This I didn't I didn't get to look at the posters or anything on the wall. I really wish I had. I feel dumb. Now. I didn't pay attention. Didn't um, pay enough attention. Maybe I can pull those up. But uh Jimmy is wearing uh, a sweater and a backwards baseball cap like he's a teen boy. Yep. Yep. And it's the funniest thing. Like that he's, this is He's when, getting comfy sitting in yeah. his new role. Yeah, he loves it. He's uh I I love when uh, Mr. James like not slums it but like definitely uh I don't know. Just tries to lean into vacation, Jimmy. Is what, kind of what that is, even though he's on the fucking lamb. And he's not just staying with Dave's mom, who he has a crush on, but also Dave's dad. Yes, right. <laughs> and so. they're both happy to have him. <laughs> I mean, you know, in 2019, <clears throat> it might be a little more of a, maybe a non-traditional situation they have going. We don't know. <laughs> Wait, I, I'm not I saying that's what happened. That's exactly what you're we saying. We should have asked happened. Stephen He's Root. nodding yes, folks. We sh- uh, Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. I should have asked Stephen Root. Why didn't we ask Stephen Root if his character had a three-way with Dave's mom and dad? <laughs> I have a feeling his uh, answer to that would be, I, I don't remember. Uh, the answer would have been, <laughs> oh, this interview's ending early. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry, Steve. Why did I do this podcast again? <laughs> <laughs> see, look at this guy. He, Whoa. No, he's from commercial. Oh, I have seen this he guy. Is, he's the guy who's Folks, in you the, can't see this at all, sorry. so don't We're even worry about it. This is the, the FBI agent. But I think he's the guy, am I wrong? No, I don't want to assume. But there's a guy who kind of sounds like Rod, uh, Rod Serling, who's in a bunch of Geico commercials for a while. 
it's gonna kill me. I've seen this guy in so much stuff. Yeah, yeah, a million things. Well, we don't have IMDb in front of us, and we'll never figure it out. I guess there's no way anyone will ever know. Nope. It's very problematic. Well, you know, while we look up these fun little details that we should have looked up before the show, that I should have looked up because it was my idea, let's take a little break. We're back. Yes. Alan and I were just discussing our mutual love of our favorite horror movie from uh, childhood, Skull Boys. Skull Boys. It is positively <laughs> the most horrifying film ever made. Uh, we're, we're analyzing we were analyzing <laughs> the stuff on uh, Dave's wall yeah, from yeah. his childhood room, mm-hmm. which apparently has a non-existent movie called Skull Boys. Yeah, we, Alan looked it up, couldn't find a thing. I mean, I didn't go beyond Google search, but it was not on that. There is a poster, and it's now making me think of an episode of Parks and Rec, because uh, it's just for rock it's all it is. It is not. It's just for rock music. We don't assume it is. Uh, there's an episode of Parks and Rec where Jeremy Jam walks up to Leslie Nope, and he's telling her like the shitty people he's got coming to the concert, to his concert, a secession concert. He just goes, man, nah, nah, rock and roll, poison. She says, what's that? It's rock, just general rock. <laughs> and that's what it's making me think of. Um, we got a we got a trout. Tra- a mountain trout. Mountain trout might might be the singing one, but I don't think it is. Uh-huh. And this is. But it's either... also it doesn't fit on the plaque. It's going no, off it's the plaque. it's very off sides of the plaque. And this is either you're right. It's either a mounty or maybe yes. a beef eater from London. Uh, some sort of action figure of a red jacketed. I can I assume think, a gentleman. I hope it's a mount. It would make more sense if it's a mounty. There's a board game in the back. It's true. There's a board game in the closet that says it's quick something or quit something. Could be quicksand. Quick, is that a game? I don't All know. All right. It should be. Got a cheesehead uh, cheese Wisconsin. because you have to have one of those uh, if you're from Wisconsin. <laughs> a lot of other small, boring details, although a lot of football stuff, which does not seem on point for Dave. But no. Maybe Dave was a big sports and he also had a phone in his room, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a, I had a Wolverine phone first. I didn't read comics, but I had a Wolverine phone. Oh, I'm jealous. Uh-huh. I just had a crappy phone that I got mm-hmm. from uh, selling enough candy mm-hmm. at school or whatever. The uh-huh. thing where you go and the people yeah, yeah. got to order the... Oh, yeah, the scam? Yeah. Yeah, the scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your phone shaped like, though? Was it a regular phone or is it shaped like something? Uh... So I had a car that I got. That it I wasn't think shaped, the same thing. It wasn't shaped like it. It looked like eighties modern, even though it was in the nineties oh, okay. when I got it. So All right. Can you very quickly though again say candy? That's how <laughs> candy. I was selling candy. I was selling candy. That's why you got that phone. You used that <clears> voice <throat> and that charm. You're like, I'm sorry, ma'am. Would you like to buy some candy? You're not buying candy. <laughs> Then I will kill you. Uh, oh, well, okay, that explains. That's why they bought the candy. I, fair. Would you okay. like some candy, Jason? You were a real Damien. Yes, now I do, <laughs> because you're going to kill me if I don't. I'm assuming. How much? All of, all of it. Okay, we're good. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, done done <clears throat> breaking down. You know, here's it's making me realize that if we did want to start this entire podcast from the beginning... We'd, it would have to be this, though. Just have to be set deck. We just have to yeah. go through. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's mostly in a radio station, so there's not a lot of set deck to go over. Um, it's okay. It's fine. We will probably not be doing that, folks. What? What? Wait I'm a sorry. minute. I'm sorry. Kind we of get the set deck out. person here. I blocked out for the next three years. Oh. I'm so sorry. Ew. <laughs> um, okay, so yes, uh, Dave is basically warning Jimmy. That mm-hmm. is why he's there, to let him know that some stuff's going on and... Uh, that he could get his parents arrested for harboring a fugitive. Uh-huh. 
Um, Which, now I think at the end, wouldn't they technically have been arrested for harboring a fugitive? Yes. Even if he was innocent yeah, that's very after much, the fact? Unless they, they could claim they didn't know any better. <laughs> Don't ask me how, how they would not, not know. Any know better? That's well, then why did you let this mid-40s man uh-huh. stay at your house? Right. I wish they were communicating. Mid-40s billionaire stay at your house. Yeah. Why would you... And then let that freak come in right after him, too. He's clearly there trying to help him. Uh, and then the uh, the duffel bag, the which bag Jimmy bag. thinks is gone, I guess. He and thinks it's hidden well. It's so a one piece of hard evidence that could convict mm-hmm. him. Dave lets him know that Johnny has that. Damn. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh... Oh, Mr. James is also getting a kick out of Casper. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave. I, I just can't relax till you take care of that bag. Now, now, reading some of those old Caspers really helps, but I tell you. Uh, uh Dave would prefer him not take them out of the plastic, because they're <laughs> collector's items. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, see, uh, they're collect- collectible, sir. Uh, yeah, gotta go. Talk to you later, Mom. So you call your mom, sir. She's strict. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Eh. Then the bullpen, what is it? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Max trying to play along with the. Okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, Johnny's evil. Doesn't that make you want to serve him even more? <laughs> <laughs> See, now this I like. This I like. <laughs> this as a is, turn. I like it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, cool. So Max is really fucked in the head. I, I like that turn. It's funnier if he thinks it's better because he's evil. <laughs> no. Whoa. I just don't get you, man. <laughs> so everybody, like, is very, like, they... It's interesting. Everybody likes John, who does like Johnny, likes him for very different reasons mm-hmm. and in different ways. So I, I like that he has a different effect on everyone. <laughs> it's in the same way that kind of, not to keep comparing, but like Bill had a different effect on everyone. Just right. They all hated him for different reasons. Right. Except for Matthew. Yeah, except for Matthew. Although sometimes, sometimes he, he didn't like him. Like when he punched but him. That that's, episode that's, is goddamn that's that's so true. good. That's true. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my Le- little bitches. <laughs> So great. Lisa convinces Dave that she can get the duffel bag. Yeah. She'll be Matahari, which <laughs> I love their contemporary references with this stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, did Matahari sleep with the guy she betrayed? Be a waste of feminine wiles otherwise, but <laughs> I can do this. It's like, she's just. There, there is Okay, so there's this element of the comedy in this season, and I don't want any of the writers if they're still listening, uh, to take this as a slight. But there is an element of some of the characters giving up in weird <laughs> ways that seems indicative maybe of where these the writers were. You can tell me other if, if it's otherwise. But it always felt freewheeling in this way where it's like every episode is bordering on its own weird special where it's just like she literally is like, oh, do I get to I, I get to sleep with him, right? Oh, okay, cool. It's just this weird out-of-character <laughs> thing. One, because it's more tyranny at works. She's... Right. Too brilliantly right. funny for, right. for anything. Uh, do more comedy, more Tierney, please. I understand you're great on dramas, but we love you as a I love you as a comedic actress. Please come continue. Back. Come, come back. back, Maura. Come back, Lisa. You little love killer. Come back, Lisa, Lisa Miller. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um But anyway, yeah, it's just there are weird elements of it where it's like, let's experiment with something, and sometimes it works. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, as people have noted, definitely doesn't. But mm-hmm. I like the stuff I like the shit that they throw against the wall that does happen to stick. You know. And again, a weird moment like the, her just willingly sleeping with a man to 
It, I don't know. It only works for She's her. She's also very attractive to him. So sure. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's all. That's all it is. But like her being so outspoken about her feelings. Right. She's still hiding it a little bit. <clears throat> right. She doesn't want Dave to feel bad that she just wants to sleep with Johnny. <laughs> Which, by the way, why? Why still coddle Dave? Like, is he is he gonna die if he gets the the, the truth? Yes. I mean, maybe his little I heart mean, might explode. He's like a little hummingbird. He might get toxic again in other reasons. In other yeah. ways, I mean. Reasons. Sure. That's true. Um, are those the wings of an angel I hear rustling? God damn it. God damn it. Every the flames line, of hell though. burn as fiercely as your lips. Every then let line. the fires consume me. And uh, to be fair, I will say, I am not literate enough to know, uh, or uh, I don't have enough uh, literature background <clears> to know if these are any references or if this is just them being flowery as hell. I'm assuming it's the latter, but if not... Uh, I'm sure Lou Morton will email me and tell me that these lines are for something very specific. <laughs> um, one can hope. One can hope. Um, you tempt me, devil woman. Don't make me beg for my own damnation. <laughs> uh, I want to quote Dave. Oh, Lisa, even I'd be tempted to give him a peck on the cheek. Uh, <laughs> and Matthew's preparing to hit the road to do some hard-hitting Jesus investigative journalism. Fucking Christ. Uh, he's and he's a journalist again all of a sudden all of a sudden we don't know what his role is we don't know nobody anymore. knows what his role is no he's it's different there. every season every episode but what is his job title what is his paycheck because there's got to be a job title i know they keep well, giving him different stuff was it do. associate producer when he thought he got promoted so is that is he still that associate oh, producer or whatever that, that role would probably was? make the most sense mm-hmm yeah so I had an internship where it was paid and they called us associate producers at a news station. So mm -hmm. probably, probably. Did you ever go, wait, a news station, like a newspaper or a radio no, station? No, it was a, a local affiliate in Minneapolis. News or TV? TV or, or it was TV. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know how. Why'd you never mention so. that you worked in news before, Alan? Before this, five seasons in. Alan? I have. I have a degree in broadcast journalism. Yeah, okay. You mentioned that before. <laughs> but you didn't mention that you did this internship. Yeah. That's weird. Were you going to go on air? Was your plan to be? Uh, no, I was checking. I would clearly made the decision not to do that after I was sent on a a task that uh, Amanda ended up making a short film about, but it was very, very... <laughs> there was a guy, a contractor, uh -huh. who was scamming people in uh, the suburb of Minneapolis. Uh-huh. They knew where he lived, but they needed confirmation. They had a like a really random picture of him, but they needed confirmation oh. for somebody there to say that it was him. Oh. I went to his neighbor's houses and I went to the door like, can you tell me who this is? Like none of them were like, this is a weird guy here. What the fuck is he doing? No, mm -hmm. no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I remember calling the reporter him being like, um, yeah, just, just go to the guy's house. See if anybody will say anything. I'm like what? Yeah. Uh, so I go there. This like five year old girl answers. I was like, oh wait, this is perfect. This is perfect. Hey, uh, is I like pointed. Is this your? Is this your dad? She's like, yeah. I'm like, good confirmation. I ran away, and I uh, I called the reporter. He's like, oh, oh no no no. We, we, we know he has a daughter. We don't know if that's his daughter though. You need to go back. I'm like, oh god. Oh my god. Second time the mom answered the door and she was very pissed off. <laughs> Excuse me, older older girl. Is this your dad? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Really. Yeah. That's insane. Okay, but did you have designs on being an anchorman? Yeah, uh, but the oh weird thing God. was... There's a universe where there's Anchorman Allen. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> My problem with, like, uh, the one news story package I was very proud of was, like, an odd story where I just followed a couple, like, bounty hunters when they were on a 
case. Nuts. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I got an A on that on that that news report. But uh, well done. That was uh, I was much more interested in that than I was like covering hard hitting news. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's remarkable. Alan's got such a backstory, kids. Oh my God, my God, that's phenomenal. Um, <laughs> sorry, no, this is the first that's time we've gotten. Gone... That's how we got into editing. That's how I started doing that. That makes stuff. sense. No, that makes sense. I mean, that's a particular skill. And I, that was basically I used that major so I could make my own short films. Though, so that was. <laughs> I mean, whatever. They had a, they had the best camera equipment. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do? That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. Uh, I like that Dave is pretty honest with Matthew, but don't you think as a real reporter, you kind of suck? It's a good segue to jump back into it. <laughs> right after this. Uh, and then Matthew puts on the duffel bag as a backpack? Is that what he's he doing? He can't put it on, though. Yeah, no. He's backwards. A and moron. Holy shit. Wait, is it the duffel bag or a duffel bag? I wrote duffel bag, but that, I might no, it's be wrong. No, it's his Back, it's his back. thing. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. he just can't. There's a backpack he put on like upside down and twisted. Is uh particular skill. Yeah. Uh it's impressive. Wait a minute, I'd forgotten that this line existed. Um but Lisa's clearly she's trying to manipulate Johnny, but in her own way she's willingly being, you know, sucked in by his charms. Of course. Uh, she is trying to grab the duffel bag when they make out though. Yes. Uh he calls her Rosebud. Which <laughs> I'm assuming is a reference to um, uh, Hearst's real, yeah. the, the, what what Rosebud actually meant. I'm I'm assuming. Uh, if anybody knows that, it's dirty. So look it up. It's fine. Uh, what was it? Uh, so the reason the sled no, is called thing. Rosebud mm-hmm. in Citizen Kate is because William Randolph Hearst's nickname for his oh god, what's her name? Well, his very pretty starlet uh, wife nickname for her. Um, Lady parts was Rosebud, and he Orson Welles knew that, and that's why he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna name a very famous sled after oh, that." Just no so you know, they were pissed off uh-huh. at him. <laughs> so yeah, so supposedly that's the truth. Don't know if that's a hundred percent. Could be apocryphal. It's funny either way. It could be that in the movie that that sled could have just been a cover. Maybe it's true. Maybe there's a tattoo. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right by you know what says Rosebud. <clears throat> Lisa Miller, light of my life. Fired my loins. Will you marry me? <laughs> he proposes, right? Even though he knows full well she's trying to steal. I mean, he also is aware that if he sets her, you know, puts her off of her descent, then she might stop trying to steal a bag. But he's still in love with her. I think Johnny loves her. Yes. You know. It's the only part of him that has a heart. Well, he, uh, I mean, <clears throat> if she said yes here, she could have put a stop to the whole thing. It's true. He wasn't going to give up the, the, uh, the, Jimmy James Incorporated. Right. But he would have laid off the whole getting Jimmy James in jail. That's true. That's very true. Um, back to Jimmy. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. This is one of the dumbest things they've ever done on the show. Back yet, Dave. <laughs> not yet, but I'm trying. No, 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 no. <laughs> do or do not, Dave. There is no try. <laughs> and I bet if he... Dave knows better than to bring up Yoda or anything because Mr. James would have gotten the, the reference wrong anyway. <laughs> we know that. Ducks hate hunchbacks. Ducks hate hunchbacks. Um, and so his parents are going going out to see a movie, and he's got the place to himself. <laughs> so he risky business. He it? risky business, but not only that, like full on, like singing sure. loudly. <laughs> Stay alone. <laughs> like no control no vocal control at all i Which, wanted to see that go on a little longer me too 
now we know what Jimmy James at karaoke probably sounds like. And that's great. Did take out all God damn it. It's brilliant. What song do you want to hear Jimmy James sing? That's oh the question. Oh my god. Uh th- there's so many options now. <laughs> oh boy. Steven Root, if you're listening, you're not listening. Yeah, but, listening. Uh, I'd like to know and feel free to give us a call, leave us a voicemail with you singing in Jimmy James' voice. <laughs> um that would be remarkable. Uh huh. Where are we? Um, we're back oh, yes. at the break room. Mm-hmm. Back at the break. We haven't been in the break room yet. No, but we're at the break room now. Yeah, but uh, Beth is looking at Lisa's ring. Mm-hmm. Dave finds out they she got proposed to, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she turned him down. Well, you get right in there, and you. <laughs> oh wait, what? She didn't turn him down yet, right? She's thinking about it. Yeah, no, I screwed that. Yes, up. that's true. No, 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 you're right. right. All right, I just I'm messing everything up. It's okay. My notes I took are these notes last up. week, folks. Yeah, same here. So yeah. it gets a little loopy when, um, <laughs> but uh, Dave, just matter of fact, the well, you get in there and you turn him down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then then we get to the point where Johnny and Dave are are together, and uh, we finally get to I, which I feel like is brought up an awful lot uh, on here and on. I will say the Jordan Jesse Go podcast, who did have Patrick Warburton on last week, they got Warburton. What? Yeah. They've been send waiting to do it for way. a long time, too, so that's what I'm saying. Jordan, Jesse, one of the two of you, send Patty our way. <laughs> They're not going to, but... <laughs> I know. No, fully aware. Fully aware. Uh, all right, Dave. I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody believes a word you say anyway. I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> been that way for a long time. I, just, I love just acknowledging, like, self-identifying as evil. Yeah. Um, self, like, self-consciously. It's an, it's an aptitude. It's yeah, yeah. A... yeah, it is. Ah. Ah, <laughs> can't just turn off your evilosity which were they <laughs> were they referring back to uh adequaticosity? yeah right a little bit okay i'm a hollow man dave I'm like a cheap chocolate easter bunny uh, it gets a very big laugh for, I, I, I i noted there's a big laugh for that one too um his real dream is to teach english as a second language works <laughs> So what we're saying is if he didn't have any corporate intrigue, he's like a dream man. He's handsome. He's charming. He wants to teach people who... Very attainable goal. Yeah. Very yeah, attainable 100%. Goal. All he's got to do is move to Japan. Like, that's all you got to do. Like, uh, there's so many countries who will just take take a Jimmy James or a Johnny Johnson type. That's fine. Uh... <laughs> oh, then D, let's... <laughs> Dave tries to grab the duffel bag. He just pulls him right back <laughs> behind the desk. It's a great physical gag. Oh, so great. That is, there's a particular skill because yes he's bigger than than Dave but there's a particular skill to be able to like flail yourself as though right. you because otherwise that arm's coming out of that socket based on how ripped he is from Alan's right. description. Um, ah, yeah, I guess so much weight. <laughs> uh, but he was saying that he would give give the duffel bag up if uh, Lisa agreed to marry him. Sure. Which is, you know, it's a weird. It's weird to blackmail your way into a, a wedding, but she does want to marry him. She doesn't want to marry an evil man. I mean, that's how I did it. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I love Dave though. Then trying to convince Lisa to actually marry him. Uh huh. You know, you're not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. James. Who? Who's Mr. James? It's me, your good old mom. <laughs> 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 You'll never guess who's here. Uh, you remember this voice? I remember David. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and I love that. The best part is that 
Dave was hoping Matthew wouldn't find him, so he's hoping Matthew goes on a wild goose chase and gets lost anywhere in America. Mm-hmm. But somehow Matthew had one good instinct for the first time in his life. His first instinct, too. Mm-hmm. Where would I go if I was running from the law? Answer, Dave's parents' house. <laughs> well, we all know parents like that. There are parents who are just like, like it's like a friend's parents or something where it's like, yeah, no, they'll take care of me. They'll give me snacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your in-laws are like that for me. Like 100%. <laughs> you can go over there right now. Yeah, all right. Me. Let's go over and get some cheese and crackers. Sounds good. <laughs> They talk about Casper again? I'd forgotten. They well, they about started him. looking through the girly magazines, and then <laughs> Matthew was hiding a <laughs> Casper inside one of them. That's right. That's right. Uh, Dave's still in denial that he had any nudie magazines as a grandma. <laughs> I love that his parents just left them in uh-huh. there, too. It's like... <laughs> They're the kind who like want to leave it as a little time capsule to their little David. So this is the only... Is this the... Yeah, this is the second room we've seen in Dave's parents' house. Their kitchen and, and his... This is it. Yeah, yeah. But it's the only like non main character house that we've seen. I just like that it comes up again. Do you think the dog's still there? It's a good question. It's only a few years before. As long as he didn't die from eating that photo or whatever the fuck. Oh. <laughs> I'm hoping. This just got dark. I know. Damn it! I don't like. I'm sorry. I, I brought. I brought the whole thing down. I'm evil. What can I say? Um, <laughs> you know, Dave. Just because Johnny has a broken heart does not mean that he is evil. Good point. Oh no, it's a woman who says that. Sorry, it's Beth what? because yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it was. Are I you thought doing it was all Beth says Matthew now? Uh, yeah. Son of a. Uh huh. Good point, dude. I'm <clears throat> not a dude. Take it easy, man. Um. Yeah, it's Beth that has that line. In, in my head, it was John Lovitz for some reason. Um. Well, I'm gonna let you keep going because I just got lost. So keep going. Oh no, that's <laughs> fine. Um. And uh, she she's. She feels well, the, she has to turn down the proposal. She right. turns it down. But she did. I do like her saying, I'm really into you, really into you like a train. Yes. Yes. That's all I wrote. In, I have no idea That's, what the context is. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think I have that line here because I lost it. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, but she this feels is what happens when you're about to record the next day uh-huh. and then something comes up and you yep. wait a week. <laughs> eh, it's okay. <laughs> and you don't have Jen here again to keep us <clears throat> on the rails. Uh, I feel strangely powerful, she says, in an evil sort of way. It's the oddest thing. So... <laughs> Slowly but surely, the evil's leaking over to Lisa. Oh, my God. But again, we all know she's <clears throat> got a wild side. That yep. Lisa does. I mean, if it gets her ahead. And now everybody else, though, uh, thinks Dave is evil. They think that Dave turned Jimmy in, not not Johnny. Um, oh, my God, though. Mm-hmm. When Johnny goes nuts, uh-huh. boy, does he go nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's actually kind of genuinely scary. Yeah. A little bit. Everybody listen up! I can't even do it. Jesus. <laughs> Going out for a couple hours and nobody better <laughs> try to crap while I'm gone. So I'm just morning! <laughs> Which also is a totally Jimmy James way of yelling, too. Yeah. It's a very, like, he... I get the impression that he was like a protege. Like, he must have been a protege, right? At some point. You know? This is how you learn. This is how you do business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy J, he, he probably read Macho Big Business Donkey Wrestler when it's still named <laughs> Capitalist Lion Tamer. He's looked up to Jimmy, and then he just betrayed him. Then he snaps at Max when Max says, you forgot your bag. Mm-hmm. Just leave me alone, you past bird! <laughs> yeah, see, you got all the good lines, and then what I did was skipped, I think, way past all You just all skipped all the good happened. lines. Yeah, yeah, that's, 100, uh, that's 100% what happened. Poor Max, though. My whole world is crumbling. I told you he was evil. I forgive him. I forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> 
stupid. It's very stupid. It's great. Um, and then, yeah, so the FBI does, uh, they, they find mm-hmm. the duffel bag, mm-hmm. and they're going to get ready to bust Mr. James. And um, what, oh, that's, I think, I think Beth says this. Sorry, Dave, I only talk to non-evil people. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to leave before Dave tries to take over my empire. <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. I love the idea that Beth in her head has an, an empire. Um, so yeah, so they're not going to get married. Nope. Accidentally gave the, the bag to the FBI. Yep. And, uh, I gotta get, oh my God. Jimmy decides he's going to turn himself and face the music. Oh, when? Uh, right, right before, um, they bust in on him and steal him oh. away. Oh, good. I think they grabbed Matthew too. Yeah. I'm not mistaken. I'm all right, here, Dave. <laughs> See, I just did a Mr. James impression, but as Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> they're not that far uh, off. No. I'd like it's to just see different them, actors in it. I'd like to see them in a room together today. I want to know what that's like. And then I want to hear them talk music because they both, you know, have weird, interesting music tastes. I don't know if I consider Pearl Jam a weird instrument. It's weird. What is wrong with you? Nothing wrong with me. When did you stop believing in anything? I, I just don't. I don't understand Pearl Jam. Let's go back to the year 1991. <laughs> uh-huh. Little album... Known as Ten was about to be birthed by the mother. The mother being grunge. Mm-hmm. Sure. <clears throat> All right, now let's go back. How many albums <clears throat> in is that for them? What's that? How many albums in is that? Why is it called Stu- Ten? Those are first. Why is it called Ten? And why are they named after semen? That's my second question. Well, that one's pretty obvious. They're called ten because they're originally ten members and they got whittled down to five. Oh. <laughs> no, I mm. actually have no. You suck. You suck, Jason. Oh, I suck because you, you suck don't your have own answers. balls. <laughs> All right, let's get going. Just so you know, guys, we have discussed doing a podcast where Alan tries to convince me to like Pearl Jam. I'm open to it. I've heard like two songs they've ever made. Oh, I'd have to start you on some deep cuts. Oh, I know. That's that's probably <laughs> like deep cuts I'd really like. But then I'd have to trade. We'd have to trade, and I'd have to play you XTC. But you probably more open minded than I. I am. know some XTC. See, songs. there we go. So it would be no, there'd be no point in me playing. I only the know one two. Band I, I know, know two XTC songs. What are they? Well, the Dear God, of course. Sure, everybody knows that and one. And I don't know whatever the one eighty-eight five played the other night. They play a lot of deep cuts of bands oh okay which i love all right that's fine i liked it though it was a good song i forgot i'll have to all right let's keep going sure that's uh fair. that's the end of the episode <laughs> yeah that is the end of the episode so jason what's your favorite <laughs> what's your favorite line uh i mean honestly anything that johnny says is is probably pretty good um i do like uh where did it go no i, I mean the first one that i named it's also just because it's a weird moment but when a songbird weeps the whole world cries with it um i don't know for some reason i like that how about you uh, you know, there's a lot of good Johnny stuff. It just might be Dave, though, saying you can't turn off your curi- or your evilosity. Mm-hmm. Just because it reminded me of a Bill word. Yeah. No, that's true. Do you have a favorite moment? Uh, I think Johnny pulling Dave using the Duffel bag. bag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my favorite moment, too. Just, like, pulling him across the desk or whatever. Yeah. Jeez, does he fly. Uh-huh. That was hilarious. It's hilarious fantastic. physical comedy. Mm-hmm. Well done, folks. Um... Well, I'm going to ask us to promote something, but uh, before we do that, our listener, Sean Alaka, is an executive. I hope I pronounced it hey, right. If I, if I fucked it up, Sean, correct me, and I, we'll, we'll cover it two episodes from now, um, but he's an executive producer this week. Uh, he donated $100 to the podcast, and it was very kind of him. It helps us get things going. 
Uh, what you guys do not know is that almost every time we record, Alan brings what I assume is very expensive coffee for the three of us and sometimes our guests, if we have a guest. So Alan's always bringing very nice coffee. So, you know, that helps with the coffee situation, helps me pay for our hosting, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, if you want to do that, you can also be an executive producer. If you want to um, own my soul, you can donate $10,000 to the show, and I will give you a certificate that says you own that my That's all it takes? That's all it takes. I am very cheap. I'm very cheap. It's a that's limited, for eternity, folks. It's limited. It doesn't really go for eternity. Oh, but, you know, it's that's for, for at least period. three years, folks. Exactly right. Yeah, thank three you. Years. Alan, what do you have to promote? You know, what I still say, uh, go uh, watch uh, Dolomite. Is my name on Netflix? It's mm-hmm. very. It's just really good. It's really it is good. It's uplifting. Mm-hmm. I'm in it for a bit, but mm-hmm. uh, the movie itself is great. Uh, it's brilliant. And also see a drinking game, Die Hard, on December twenty. Oh, first yes and i can only assume that alan is going to be john mcclain and i'm going to be uh i almost said mcgruber i'm going to be hans <laughs> mcgruber <laughs> that's usually how it goes so that's yeah. that's the assumption so if you guys want to see uh, uh alan kill me on stage come see that show uh i think <laughs> Jason it's... try to kill me on stage yes yeah, so i will definitely try um let's see yeah watch dolomite is my name it's very good alan's great at it who's i talking to the other day who's like oh i i, I saw something i'm like wait do i know that guy oh yeah i do know that guy and they, they were talking about you i don't remember who i was talking to but somebody was it eddie I know who also knows it was i was talking to eddie me and eddie we hang every <laughs> once in a while you know we go to Cantor's deli because you know that's where we both like to eat. i mean and so one uh, place you don't have to dress up if you're filming in it's, a, a nostalgic it's very uh, true it's very true and uh yeah we just have a good time and, he, and i was like yeah you know the guy uh, Alan, who's in the scene, he's like, yeah, I was watching. I was like, dude, I know that guy. I was like, yeah, you do know that guy because you were in the scene with him. Like, you're physically watching yourself in a scene with him. He's like, that's weird. Um, my promotions are the same thing Alan's are. You can find me on Twitter, jklam, J-K-L-A-M-M, on Twitter, Jason Klom, J-A-S-O-N-K-L-A-M-M. You can find Alan on Twitter at A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T, on Instagram at A-L-L-E-N-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T. There's only one thing left to say, and that is, catch you later, BKs! Dispatches from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast, is part of the Stolen Dress Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Alan Rickert, Jason Klom, and Jen, who lives on the ether. Our theme song was composed and performed by Michael Warden. Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. You can also send snail mail to Stolen Dress Entertainment, P.O. Box 805, Burbank, California, 91503. Subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast outlet. Give us a five-star rating and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio, or find everything in one place at WNYXNewsRadio.com. Thanks, Joe. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15-plus years. Big day today, Dave. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>